COVID numbers in Thailand are on the rise. Superheroes are out on the street fighting for their lives as farmers <laughs> try to sell more and more sugarcane juice, as well as a quick update on the testing go, as well as the oil spill in Rayong. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand with Jay and Tim. Hello. You introduced yourself again first. You're well, going to be in so much trouble from the comments section. The thing is, I've, I think I've figured it out. It's yeah. not necessarily me introducing myself first. I always tend to say with Jay and Tim rather than with Tim and Jay. Should I be first? Like if we're going to have a starring, yeah. should my name be on top? And in yours underneath. Yeah. How are we going to sort this out? I don't know. I've never. I'm the older one. I've never watched a show where someone goes, "Oh, hey, here's the guest, and here's who I am." That wouldn't make sense. Uh, but I have, think it was a grammatical error, which I think I've attempted to fix. There have been court cases yeah. over history about stars saying, "I want top billing. I want my name on top," yeah. and they've gone to court, and it's been very messy. That I does, don't particularly But this care. happened in movies. Yeah. Sure. Depending sure, sure. when they make posters and, oh, I want my name first. I, d I don't care, as long as my name's on top. Yes. A movie with starring Tim Newton and Sandra Bullock. Horrendous thought. Uh, we're at the Adlib Hotel. Yes, we Adlib are. Adlib Bangkok. That's right. Which is a little oasis of green, as you can see, surrounding us. That's right. Uh, in amongst uh, circumvit soy one stroke. Slash. One. one. Yeah. It's a little hidden away soy next to the Bum Bum Rungrad Hospital. Well done. Which is the biggest private hospital in Thailand. One of the biggest. At, well which would you name one that's bigger? Bangkok Hospital? No, this is huge. Well in terms of what? Oh it's just enormous. In terms of space? You need to visit Bangkok Hospital. I, I walked out yesterday because I sort of walked through Bum Rung Grad Hospital to, it's hard for me to say, to go and get a motorcycle taxi back to the office. And there was this parade of Porsches and Mercedes and uh, other, what's the other big brands? You know, all the fancy brands, BMWs. Ferraris. Fer yeah. Fer yeah, there were supercars and there were big black vans. A uh, Pagani. Huh? <laughs> never, mind. never heard of that Lost one. Them, never. So it was just like, this is at 10.30, everybody's sort of arriving for their... Well, you thought they were arriving for their Moderna vaccines. Yes, um, I believe... Uh, well, Bambangad is a very... Not, not, not only is it a private hospital, but it's quite famous for being a very... The best amongst the best. Oh, it's... Yes. It's when you walk in, it's like a five-star hotel. Yes, it's, it's got the carpet and the expensive furniture and a Starbucks and... It's really, really yes, but it's, uber. It's also got a great reputation for having one of the best doctors. We are not being sponsored by Bamrungard, might no, I add. No. I, I, I wish we were. Given so, how much yeah. we've talked about them this week. <laughs> if someone's watching. We'll send them a bill. Yeah. All right. Um, talking, what else to talk about? Talking about hospitals, infections, and uh, you know what it is. Uh, test and go. Now, it's been up two days. 
Yeah, they had a whole lot of problems on the first day, but they appear to have got it sorted out. Then after they did get it sorted out, they actually ended up with quite a few applications. That's right. 23,000 travellers registered for entry under the Test and Go program. I, I think um, precisely it's 23,600 and something. 23,660. There we go. Now, the first day the suspended travel scheme uh, was resumed, right? Uh, so the government spokesperson, Kun Tanakon Wang Boon Kong Shana, said that a total of 29,194 foreigners applied uh, for the Thailand Pass. Uh, of them, like you said, 23,660 people registered for the Test and Go scheme, and a number of registrations is expected to increase as well. So, it's double the figures according to... So, so b- b- about 29,000 people registered for the Thailand Pass. Yes. The vast majority of those are test and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- th- you have to... Y- once you've applied, it's, you've got 60 days. What are you looking at? Sorry, I just saw a comment that said, remove the flower behind Jay. I was like, what flower? I believe it's this one. Yes. It's, it's really troubling someone. It's really troubling Gunner. Gana, this one's for you. This one's for you, Gana. Yeah. Gana? Yeah. We stopped important information regarding the testing go to move the flower just for you, Gana. And that's what we do for our viewers, for for the fans, for the viewer, for the viewer. <laughs> so when you apply, you've got a 60-day window. So if you apply and you get approved today, you've got 60 days to enter the country. Yeah. How many travelers usually arrive in Thailand? pre-COVID on a daily basis? What's the average? Millions and millions. (laughs) Well, the average is about 110,000 a day. So this number is a really good start for Test and Go version two. A lot of people said, no one's coming. They're all going to the Philippines and Cambodia. Hmm. But people will be applying and they will be coming. A lot of people have to come to Thailand because they might have family, there may be an emergency, they may be doing business, they may be coming to a conference, uh, they may be expats returning or of course Thais returning to the country. Mm-hmm. But. We think that probably about half these people could be considered tourists. Yeah. So it, you or half, I don't know half, but more, a little more than half. A bit more than half? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, good for you. Where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? <laughs> My evidence is based on experience, age, and beauty. Okay. <laughs> and continuing on. COVID numbers are rising in Thailand. Now, this is a bit more of a serious topic, so slight change in tone. Uh, just for a moment, uh, 9,172 COVID-19 infections. It's 21 deaths. Yeah. Th- just th- since yesterday. So w- we spoke yesterday briefly about sort of this flat line of the reports over the past uh, month yes. have been pretty much between seven and 8,000 new infections every day. And uh, the, the, the death toll was around about between sort of 10 and 16 or 17 every day but that suddenly sort of leapt up yesterday and if you look at the sort of the graph there is a slow climb now people would have thought with Omicron the way it's been infecting other countries that the rise would be quite fast but instead Thailand uh, has been showing this sort of rather odd flat line although 
we'll have to see over the next few days if this number keeps on creeping up. But uh, yeah, we are sad to report that the numbers are creeping up. They're not surging. It's uh, not a, a huge panic or anything. But we're just here to report that statistically there is a, uh, a slow ramping up of infections. And uh, we know the Thai government are very reactionary. They're very risk averse yes. Yes. when these sort of things happen. So we just uh, put that out there and uh, report the facts. Talking about reactions, now, is this a coincidence that a day after you mentioned that the COVID numbers flatlined, there was a sudden spike in the numbers? Is there power in Mm. the words Mm. of the great Tim Newton? The CSA yesterday, I'm sure they got together at one o'clock in a blind panic, say, did you watch Good Morning Thailand today? Yeah. That Tim Newton guy. Yeah, he's on to us. He, yeah. <laughs> so we've got to find a nine. Anybody got a nine? Is there a nine in there? We need to put a nine in front of our numbers. Yeah. So I don't know, of course not. But uh, it is just interesting watching these numbers. We're not panicking anybody. We're not trying to fear monger as we're often accused. That's exactly we're, what you're doing. We're just passing on these numbers to you in good faith. Well, you. a lot of people say, well, you don't have to. Just because, that just it, whether we decide to say the COVID numbers or not, doesn't change the fact that it still happened. Yeah, it actually does happen. And if you haven't noticed, in the past two years, the whole world has been thrown into total confusion because of this pandemic. And rightfully so, it's uh, got a up to a 1 and a 1.5% death rate, and it's killed, in America alone, nearly 900,000 people. So this is actually a thing. It is an important story. And as we've said, sadly, we believe, although the the pathology side of the COVID-19 is, looks like it's slowly drawing to some sort of close over the next few months, hopefully, that's not a certainty, but hopefully, that the next phase of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic will be starting, and that's going to be the the economic fallout which is going to start to uh, to take place. Uh, I think anybody who follows the financial markets knows that uh, that we are sort of in some sort of bubble. Yes. Uh, a lot of uh, residential property prices around the world are going to crash, and I think we're going to see the US uh, stock market crash. That's not my prediction. That's the prediction of a lot of uh, financial experts that follow these matters a lot more closely than I. But I do listen to about five different podcasts from uh, finance people, and uh, yeah, they're all pretty much talking the same or beating the same drum at the moment. Have you got any stocks and shares? So I was just taking it all in what you said you you started off by saying i'm not trying to spread fear or fear mongering and then you ended up with the u.s stock market is going to crash well it's not my prediction i'm just saying that the people who know a lot more about these matters than i do and it's amazing that the way that the money pumped into the the uh, i'm singling out the u.s because it's the uh the, the biggest financial market in the world, but the money that's been pumped into that market over the past two years is astonishing. And a lot of it's gone into the stock market and people also um, putting the money that they've been given into buy bonds and stocks. And it's hugely inflated the market. And at some stage, the, the, the wheels have to come off. There has to be a, a, a pop in the, the bubble. What, sorry, what was your earlier question? Do I listen to podcasts? Do, no, do you listen to any podcasts or do you yes, do sometimes. you invest in the stock market? 
I do not invest in the stock market. I, do you have Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency? I do not invest in uh, in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Where do you put your hard-earned money? The, the far too high. It's all about that we the NFTs. You. Do you invest in NFTs? Do you? Well, uh, I'm uh, heavily invested in investing in NFTs. I feel like that's uh, where the future is. So I'm learning. I'm still learning. Okay. But you haven't put hard-earned cash on the table yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Can we talk about these very briefly? Yes. Uh, after the break, though. Oh, after the break. Okay, I'm not talking about But before about we go to the break, uh, let me just... Uh, oh, they're not quite in the frame. I'll bring are, them back so you, the you can see them. Oh, they haven't seen it the whole time. Okay. It was bred the whole time. You can now. We'll talk about them later. Uh, uh, talking about fear-mongering, Thailand's guidelines for children who become infected with COVID-19. Now, a lot of the people who do travel to Thailand uh, do often tend to be families who uh, come for, you know, various reasons to enjoy the beautiful beaches and the wonderful uh, sensations of Thailand. Um, Thailand has come out with another guideline. Now... Looking at history, Thailand hasn't been very good with guidelines. <laughs> well, they're not shy in coming up with guidelines. Yeah. And a lot of the time parents ask, what do I do if my child is sick? Now, there's a guideline for children who become infected with COVID-19. Now, let me just go through them. Let me just get straight to it. There's three points. Well, the first one to me is the, the one, the, the whole idea yeah. that these guidelines are meant to make parents feel more give them more surety if they're coming to Thailand so the first one basically says uh, it's all about ensuring that they stay together and are treated as a family group and then we go into points number two and number three which completely throws number one out the window mm. go on here we go so number one in case of well, I've done bowl, number one so number okay. two number two then well, I wanted to read it formally um, number two in case of only a child is infected by his... But his parents. But his or her parents, guardians, are not infected. That's actually a great question. I think he needs his glasses. But his or her parents, guardians, are not infected. The child will receive hospital treatment while his or her parents slash guardians, who are younger than 60 years of age and who have no congenital diseases, are able to care for their child at the hospital. What? Okay, so basically... If your child gets sick and you're under 60 years old and you don't have a congenital disease, you can take care of your child at the hospital. Yes. However, if you're above 60 years old or have a congenital disease, we don't know. And then the point three basically says that if the uh, parents or the guardians are infected, but not the children, yes. another family member, yeah. because of course when you come on a holiday with your kids, you bring another family member just in case. Of course. The other family members are allowed to look after the children. Gee, yes. that's nice of them. Yeah. If there's no family member or guardian to care for the child, the child is to be placed in a welfare centre or accommodation under the care of the Ministry of Social Development and Human Security. So, uh, yeah, basically, you're going to be split up if uh, you or your child gets infected while in Thailand. So I don't think the Ministry of Foreign Affairs have made uh, any parents feel uh, any better about bringing their children to Thailand and hoping that no one's going to get COVID. Again, we're just reporting these as it's written, so it doesn't particularly read very reassuringly to me. If you're a parent and you read that, what would you think? Oh. No worries, I'm definitely coming now. Well, thankfully I'm not. No. So, so I, I, I tend to never go to the parents section because I don't have to deal with that yet. 
This is not a PSA for not having kids. And it's now time for a break. Boy, um, would something coming up soon that we don't know about? No. Anything you'd like to report? No. Neither confirm nor deny. We're going to go for a break. Uh, once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about a quick update on the oil spill, uh, as well as these beautiful mugs, and the, uh, the current political state of Thailand. It's oh, quite, this is quite interesting, yes. actually. Prediction coming up. That's right. And lastly, farmers are superheroes. Big S. The one that you never wanted, but the one that you needed. Yeah, this is the story that you need to know. Yeah, we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. We've got rid of Jay and uh, the show, of course, will be much better from now on. It'll just be me and, uh, and you. So, uh, oh no, here he comes. Got to hand your glasses. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. Damn it, I thought we'd got rid of you for Back in black. You look very dramatic there. You're wearing black and you've got a sort of a dark brooding background. Yes. It is actually quite light in here, although it come, looks very, uh, very dark. It's got a very film noir look. You can to see me today. Uh, in the back there we've got the the wall of green, which is sort of the the, the big feature when you walk into the Ad Lib Hotel Bangkok, a little uh, sort of oasis of green. And you can see that green wall and it goes right around the whole building, quite yes. dramatic and uh, makes a, a nice little uh, sort of, as I said, green oasis. Uh, What's the website for the Adlib Hotel, Jay? That's an excellent question. It's actually in the description below, but it is... Uh, it's in the description below. AdlibBangkok.com. Um, before we start uh, for the second segment of the show, Tim, uh, let me give a quick shout-out to Liang Sia Yo. That's right. Liang Sia Yo. Thank you for being a Tiger member. And I apologize, I can't say your possible, possible Chinese name wrong. Oh, but thank you. I appreciate your support. No, we appreciate their support. We love uh, our Tiger oh, yeah. members. Uh, question. Are you from Singapore? That's what I'm thinking. Possibly. I'm just, that's a wild guess. Right. Wherever you're from in the world, we'd love to have you with us. Coffee culture mugs. Look at, look at these beautiful mugs. Right. We've got close-ups for oh, you. We, we've got close-ups. Yes, Jason's taken uh, some photo. As soon as I saw this, I got Jackson Pollock action painting vibes. Did you? Uh, well, this one certainly is. Uh, the one you've got is, yeah. Do, do, the Vida are, Loca. Are they Jackson Pollock paintings? Uh, no, they're not. This is an artist series from Frank Nero. Uh, okay, and this one is, um, I'm just reading here, same person, uh, Ferenc Nairo. Ferenc Nero, Nero. We're sorry, know. we're He's half French, half Japanese, I think. Possibly, who knows? But um, <laughs> uh, this mug, even though it says WTF mug, I actually saw. Um, yeah, there we go. Someone, someone, Keon, what's his name? I like coffee mugs, but would never buy one that says WTF on it. Too much negative connotation. Well, Keon Noons, uh, thank you for that comment, by the way. Uh, but 
the story there, is. There's a full story behind it. Of course there is. It's not actually meant as a curse, but just a call to attention to take action. And you can actually find the full story on the coffeeculture.asia. You can read it, and you can decide for yourself if it has negative connotations for you or not. Um, yeah, these are quite, uh, qu- quite dramatic. Yeah. I love a cuppa. WTF mug from coffeeculture.asia. Coffeeculture.asia. All right. Thank you very much for your sponsorship and your support of Good Morning Thailand. Okay, moving on. Oil spills. Oh, yeah. So this is the oil spill that started, gee, it's, what, 10 days ago, nine days ago now. Yeah. Uh, it happened in that area off Arayong, about um, some blah, 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 16 kilometres off the, the coast. Mm-hmm. Oil spill... They reported originally some 400,000 litres. It was then downgraded to 160,000 litres. Uh, it formed about a 40 square kilometre oil slick and it's floated in towards the Rayong Beach. It reached the beach last weekend and it looked really messy and we saw pictures of them cleaning up. And uh, they were worried that it might also head to Cosmet but that hasn't happened. But you've got the latest. That's right. I've actually got some good news. The oil sludge has been cleared. Uh, from the Meramphung beach and the sea off the beachfront after a lot of efforts from a lot of people. Yeah, well, um, people who had volunteers traipsing up and down the beach over the week and they were digging trenches to stop the, the oil washing up onto the, the upper part of the beach. A lot right. of effort. And uh, now finally a committee of people and organisations will inspect the area to check if there is no more oil and uh, all going well, the emergency centre overseeing the cleanup operation will be closed. And uh, hopefully that will be the end of that, but it'll just be the start of the woes for the oil company, yep. who I'm sure will be sued by a lot of local businesses. Mm. And uh, questions will be asked about Thailand's preparedness for these oil slicks in the future because they weren't able to, to mop it up quickly. Yep. That's quite clear. And uh, it, the, the oil slick, despite all the best intentions, actually reached the beach. Yep. I think one of the worst images was one released by the Royal Thai Navy in the day after mm. where they had those aerial photos and they had the picture of the the Navy officer with a bucket scooping the oil out of the sea I think everybody would have been shaking their head thinking oh my god mm. that, that's that's not the way to clean up an oil slick I think that image has remained in a lot of people's minds all right uh, Tim yes let's quickly talk about Thailand's political state currently now, there's something interesting going on. There was a recent election. Yeah, they had a by-election in... Um, I'm just trying to find the details of the story here. Another by-election last weekend. By-elections are these elections for districts or provinces uh, which, uh, like, somebody might retire or, heaven forbid, somebody might die, and they have to uh, re-elect somebody <coughs> to take that MP seat in Parliament. And there's been, um, I don't know, something like uh, about 10 by-elections since 2019, I might have that wrong, when uh, Palang Pracharat won the majority of seats and then uh, formed a coalition. But the coalition has now lost about seven out of the last nine by-elections. Last week's election was won by Pua Thai, the opposition party, used to be a very popular party, was the party of, for example, Yingluck Shinawat. Uh, and really what's happening here is that they didn't just, Palang Pracharat, the Prime Minister's party, didn't lose by a little bit, they lost by a lot. 
the Palang Pracharat uh, MP only got about 25% of the vote. So uh, it looks like there is certainly a strong message being sent in these recent by-elections to the ruling coalition and to the Prime Minister. In fact, they ran with a slogan in last week's uh, election. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Here's the slogan. If you love Uncle Tu, which is the Prime Minister, and like Uncle Pom, who is the Deputy PM Prawit Wongsuwon, uh, then vote number seven, which was his position on the other ballot. So uh, it looks like they ran strongly on the support for the Thai Prime Minister and it really seems like the Prime Minister's support is waning in Thailand. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year when there will be an election or if the uh, Prime Minister and Plang Pracharat decide to call an early election. So that's just a quick summary on what's happening with the political landscape. Early election, I doubt that. I sort of doubt it. I think the Prime Minister will run this out as long as he can. Yes. All right. Uh, today's last topic is regarding farmers and superheroes. Because our farmers are our superheroes. Farmers are our superheroes. As they dress uh, to get more customers after drop in sales during the pandemic. Have we got some pictures of this? Yes, we do. Have a look at these beautiful pictures. Is the pictures or video? Oh, pictures. Pictures. Yes. So this is great. We've got uh, some farmers who've been doing it pretty hard in Prachanburi. Yeah. Yes. Which is east of Bangkok. Prachinburi. Yes. yes. A Thai sugarcane farmer in Prachinburi and his brother-in-law are dressing up as Batman and Superman, as well as Spider-Man, to attract more customers. Now, sales had dropped since the COVID-19 pandemic, obviously, uh, but it was also that people started to do home deliveries. You know, there was also a fear of, I don't want to buy food from the streets due to germs, due to... I don't want to be mixing with yes, unclean people. But somehow home deliveries don't get passed along by hands. It just hovers above. And that's okay because it comes in 50 plastic bags. So actually, talking about deliveries, yes. Jay, uh, we've got a report here that in 2020, home deliveries uh, were 68.8 million. And that rose to 74 million just in Bangkok last year. That's right. And they think it could rise to 99 million by 2024. So home deliveries are becoming a very big thing. And obviously, this was a, was a growing market, this home delivery thing. But... COVID has certainly ex accelerated the change from this sort of retail going out and shopping to shopping from home. Yes. If, in fact, if you were going to be launching a new product, would you be looking for a store somewhere in Bangkok to have your store? Or would you be doing it online? It's almost a silly question. Well, it depends what kind of... If it's just primarily based on if I want to make money, then yes, you're right. But if I well, wanted to have a restaurant, I wanted to make a name for myself, there's still value in doing something the traditional way. Okay, even with restaurants. If you were going to be setting up uh, a restaurant to make money now, would you set up something at home that was structured around home deliveries? Or would you set up a traditional restaurant off, off the street? I mean, I know we love the idea of going out and eating at a restaurant, and there's a lot of ambience and uh, all that, and they're getting together with friends. Yes. But if you're actually looking at making money out of food in the next era, the next few years, I'd be yes. doing something at it home. Would, it, would be the most, it would be the most efficient and smart way to go about yeah. it. But like, like I, I still feel it really depends what you want. As a chef, you know, chefs have their okay, own. Okay, sure. And, uh, but these are almost the exceptions rather than the rule now. But if you're going to be selling computers 
or clothes. Yes. And why on earth Products, would you? Yeah. Why would you want to spend a hundred thousand baht a month on rent in a shop where you could spend a quarter of that money on marketing, online marketing, and probably get a lot more customers? Yeah. Things have really changed. Just, just, just say that your office is somewhere really far away, and then people won't bother coming. They'll never find out. Speaking about office space. Yes. We're looking. Oh, are we? Uh, home deliveries have a much lower overhead and more customers, says West TX Greg. Thank you very much, a member. Well, that's true. And obviously, these overheads are either going to have to come down a lot for the retail sector to, uh, the, the rental sector, sector to attract people back to all these millions of properties around the world that uh, are strewn along the, the streets and the, the pavements, uh, how are they going to get them back? How are they going to get these, these shutters up and the doors open? Mm. I think retail has really changed. I mean, if you're a Macy's or a Walmart or any of these huge conglomerate retail stores, they're, they're all got stocks diving and stores closing all over the place. And because of the supply chain problems, a lot of these stores are half empty because they just can't get stock. Yes. Big changes ahead. Supply chains, supply chains. Uh, Neil Jones says, we like Tim's shirt. Where did you buy from? I got this one uh, in one of the market stalls up on the upper floors on Terminal 21. Okay. I can't remember the store's name. Um, let's take a quick break, Tim. Once we come back from the break, we'll Oh, did that. we cover the superheroes enough? Yes. Okay. Is there more to cover them? Prachamburi, which is east of Bangkok. Yes. I was going to ask you, yeah. if you were going to be dressing up as a superhero yeah. to sell sugar, what would you, what would you wear? I think Superman was smart because it's got a great big S on the front. Yeah. But what would? What, who's my, your? Well, I just I'd be loyal. Yeah, maybe the Incredible Hulk. No. Because you wouldn't. My have favorite to. superhero was always Batman. Batman. Why? Because he's Cause dark he's, and cause, brooding. Because he's a winner. Whether he's a superhero or as a normal human being. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yes. Classy man. Sorry? Candy man. Can yes. I, candy, candy man? What is that? Who, who is Candy man? I'm not sure of the... Is that a superhero? Who's the, who's the backstory? I'm not sure of the backstory of Candy man. Okay. You could be Candy man. Could be Candy man. The Candy man can... Song. And we're going to take another break. Uh, once we come back from the break, we're going to address some of your questions regarding the topics from today. We'll be back right after this. Find the coffee roast you love most. Coffee Culture delivers Thai coffee online. Whole beans or pre-ground delivered to your doorstep in Thailand. Go to coffeeculture.asia and get coffee you love delivered to your doorstep. Welcome back to Good Morning Thailand with Jay and Tim. Uh, we're just going through your comments. Oh, sorry. I've got a quick update. Oh. Uh, there were a couple of viewers. I believe his name was Ian Anywhere. Um, he was asking me, will there be a discount code for AdLib Hotels? So, Jay, will there be a discount code for AdLib Hotel here in Bangkok in yes. Soy One Stroke One? Yes, there will be. Uh, you can actually go to uh, AdLib Bangkok's hotel uh, Facebook page and just drop a message. Give them your name, give them what dates you'd like to travel, and you can use the code the Tiger for a 10% discount. Just, just say you're from the Tiger, and this is my code the Tiger. 
you'll get a 10% discount. Just scream tiger yeah. and they'll know what to do. They'll know. Uh, two questions here. Well, I've got one from Craig777. Seven. Mm-hmm. I've got the other seven. Yeah. Well, it's not so much a question. He said, zombie restaurant, just a kitchen deliver. Uh, this is a future of a lot of mum and dad restaurants. Why pay that 50 to 100,000 baht monthly rental fee when you can just do it at home, have your online store, you can run it yourself on Facebook or something, or you can do it through, uh, what, Food Panda? What's the other one? So well, grab food. Maybe you don't have the facilities at home. Maybe your home's not big enough. Maybe you have kids. Well, if yes, if, okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> some people don't like working at home. I, I get all that, and uh, then there's obviously the option. But there's so many restaurants that these days would be looking at that monthly rent and thinking, "Gee, I could do this at home." And yeah. uh, Mr. Food Panda or Mr. Grab Food, there are other options available. They're the ones most popular in Thailand. Yes. On the weekend, I would do Food Panda two or three times. Yeah. Most of the Food Panda local deliverers know me now. Okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Paulie, Paulie Buffalo 555 says 50% off, fantastic. 50%? Uh, no, no, it's 10%. <laughs> well, did you say 50, did you? I don't know. You're going to get yourself he, in a lot of trouble. No, it's definitely 10%. <laughs> Fletch XR8 says, hey guys, big fan of the show. Any idea when the alcohol curfew will be lifted? Okay, so uh, it's not so much an alcohol curfew. There is a, uh, well, I suppose there is a curfew on restaurants having to close by 11 p.m. at the moment. Uh, And restaurants in blue zones are allowed to uh, serve alcohol until 11 p.m. And currently the blue zones include most of the the, the popular tourist zones. Uh, Hua Hin, Bangkok, Jombri, Phuket, and there's others. I don't have them in front of me. But uh, there's also been a lot of bars who have converted to restaurants. They've started serving like oranges or McNuggets or something. And they've uh, put in some lights and a new sign out the front. And they've become SHA Plus registered. And they're officially able to open as a restaurant. But the girls are there and uh, they're sort of running as bars in a um, sort of underground manner. But it's sort of legal. When is that going to finish? I don't know. I mean, the, the Anaton today, uh, Anaton, whose name I can't remember. Chavirakun. Pub- He's the public health minister uh, and popular for some of his comments about a dirty Farang last year, a comment that will follow him around for the rest of his political career. He said that he's still determined to keep the, uh, the bars and the nightlife closed, at least in the short term. So I'm thinking it's going to be what? I'm guessing another two months. Uh, th- that's my prediction. I think we've got another two months of the nightlife being closed. Um, but but I could be completely wrong. That's just my prediction. I know they're very risk averse about the nightlife and bars. Your turn. Well, I was actually trying to listen to you this time, so oh, I, well, I didn't pay attention. To that's a nice comments. change. <laughs> um, as from October 2022, all expats can self-assure as they have 3 million baht in a bank account in or outside Thailand or has as- assists, assets, I suppose, of 3 million baht. This from Philip, whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, 
Okay, I'm not really sure what you're talking about there, Philip. Uh, we might need a bit more context as to your comments. Is that for a retirement visa, uh, or is that uh, part of this new 10-year visa, which isn't actually a 10-year visa, yes. it's a five-year visa plus five? You'll get it for 10. Yes. Only if you're extremely wealthy and are willing to invest a ridiculous amount of money here in Thailand. Uh, which Philip may be uh, referring to. But yeah, you, you get the visa for five years, then you sort of have to just apply for the next five years. It's not I, quite a 10-year visa. I saw a comment earlier, someone furious, furiously saying that Bamrungad Hospital only caters to the rich. Well, that's basically right. That's what private hospitals do, yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's uh, not a public hospital if uh, you have got... Um, well, we've got some amazing public hospitals in, 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 in Thailand, in Bangkok especially. Some really good public hospitals. Yes. And um, you, you're on free healthcare? Yes. Uh, I'm on free healthcare. Num's on free health. We all get free healthcare because we've got work permits here in the country. So we can get free healthcare at any of the, the really great public hospitals. Now, there are some public hospitals a bit further out of uh, Bangkok that may be not quite as salubrious or fancy. Uh, but I've always, personally, touch wood, I've always found the public hospital system here in Thailand actually works very well, compared with public hospital systems uh, in different parts of the world. Well, why are you smiling at no, me? No, sorry. I'm serious. I think the public hospitals here are very good. I agree. No, no, I just saw a comment from PG Centre oh. who said, Jay seems like he's coming down with a cold or something. Just not typical Jay energy. Better mask up, Tim. Yeah, I was actually thinking today he's a little bit on the... Something's been going on in the last 24 hours. Je apologize. For, just for this reason, I'm going to come with a bang tomorrow. I'm just going to be double double the hype, double the volume. The Craig777 says, I don't want any soup from Batman. Again, that's sort of a bit out of context. Well, I'm not sure what you you're carrying don't, on about there. You don't know you don't want soup from Batman until you are in that situation. Uh, the Craig777 says, Kamui COVID is over. No one is dying. Keep clinging to your masks. Like a religious <laughs> fetish. England is open. He says, get over it. Yeah. The Craig, the fact is, whether you like it or not, it's not over. Yeah. There are still infections and there are still, very sadly, people dying in different parts of the world. Mm. So you might think it's over. And as I said, even if the pathology side of COVID is, is over shortly, and let's hope that's the case... Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of economic pain to come. I think anybody who follows the news or follows the uh, financial markets around the world will realise that we're in for quite a lot of pain. But let's hope at least the medical uh, emergency yeah. is over very shortly. Yeah. Mario spat, is spamming a question five times saying, how to get prepaid PCR tests for testing go in Koh Samui, please. Mario, we don't know. So, well, I understand if you book a hotel, most of the hotels which are connected to hospitals also uh, provide the PCR test as part of the booking. So if you go to any of the... You found another funny message, obviously, because you never smiled at me no, like that. No, my, my point is that... Can I finish this? Yes, I'm answering sorry, Mario's yes. question. Please, Mario, yeah. <laughs> so I forgot what I was saying now. Yeah, so if you go to a Goda or bookings.com and you find an SHA Plus hotel... Uh, contact them and ask them if the PCR test is included or it may indeed be included in the package. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. how you find it. My comment was relinked, relating to your comment commenting on Mario. Okay. A lot of people expect us to know information such as that. Just 
you know, willy nilly. I've just got it. Oh yeah, Samui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the pharmacy <laughs> down at you know Shawang Beach, and like, Mario, I'm just being honest with you. We don't have all of that information. You give us way too much credit. Uh, Bum Grad is still cheaper than USA Hospital, says Stephen. Yeah, yeah Bum Bum Grad Hospital well done, yes. is uh, is actually cheaper than a lot of overseas hospitals. But as far as Thailand's concerned, it would probably be considered the uh, the, the premier hospital. And uh, I've had one treatment there, yeah. and yeah, you're certainly treated very, very, very well. And in Thai terms, you, you do pay through the nose for it. But yes, you're right. Cheaper than most uh, overseas hospitals. Does Tim's work permit have a CCP stamp on it anywhere? No, he's actually got it tattooed on his back. It's on my back. It's got a big CCP. Uh, sick puppy. The market will crash because of quantitative easing oh. that pumped $10 trillion into the US and drove the market up. Tim is right. We're in for a major come down. Uh, thank you for your comment, Sick Puppy, who's also a member, yeah. despite the fact we sometimes disagree with you. But we're not going to agree with everything that you all say, but sometimes we will, and sometimes you won't agree with everything we say, and that's fine too. Yeah. Masks, masking unless if specified using a particular and tested mask really kind of defeats the purpose of masking. Handkerchief, old shirt, panties, I mean, and that's from West TX Greg. Oh, okay. That was the emoticon he put it on, <laughs> put on there. Well, I mean, the, the whole thing about masks is, yes, you should probably wear a good mask and wear it properly. These masks, which I wear, I think you get a packet of 10 for 20 baht or something in a 7-Eleven. Uh, yeah. These will get us around uh, obeying the law and are worn by everybody here in Thailand in public areas because it's a rule under the emergency decree. Yeah. Oh, Ian Anywhere. I just saw him on the chat. Ian Anywhere. There is a code for Adlib Hotel. He was the one. I think he was the one asking for it. I'm not sure. Oh, Nicholas, I'm not even going to read that. You just you start beating a different drum, Nicholas. Okay. Right off the point. All right. Um, they are shall useless we, we? outside, says the Craig. Well, again, they may be useless in your point of view, but we still have to wear them, and that's the rule. So stop talking about wearing masks in Thailand. There's no use point at talking about it. We have to wear them outside. And in public areas. Full stop. Wigalert. Wigalert says, wasn't Tim wearing the same shirt yesterday? Absolutely not. It was pretty much the same shirt, but in red. Yeah. I, red and white. No, I, I had a, a polo shirt on yesterday. Oh, the day before yesterday. <coughs> it was red. It was a red yeah. floral shirt. This is um, a little... Excuse me. <coughs> oh, no. COVID. Oh, no. Um... So, you know, it was a different shirt, which is now residing, uh, was thrown in the washing machine. Yes. By about six o'clock that night, I'd been running around outside in it most of the day. It was, um, so it went into the washing machine. Okay. PG Santa says, I'd donate $50 right now if Jay did shots. Well, this is a shot of coffee. He didn't specify what kind of shot, so I will have this shot of coffee for you, PG Santa. Uh, the masks are just virtue signalling, whether you like it or not, Confucius says. They're not virtue signalling, you idiot. It's just the rule in Thailand. And if you come here, uh, or if you live here, 
as an expat, you just obey the rules. So stop talking about all this virtue signalling. All right, we're gonna we're, we're gonna end the show now. What are we being thrown out? No, no, no. There's just a lot of noise. There's a lot of background noise now. A so lot of waving at us. Does oh. he know us? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think there's a fan in the background over there. What's your name, sir? What's your name? Shiv. Shiv. Sorry? Shiv. 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 Okay. Oh, Shiv. He's uh, there having breakfast, and I'm pretty sure he's going to come and talk to Jay and I after the show. Yes. Thank you, Shiv, for coming along and saying hello. Uh, Jason's been hard at work just looking through his Facebook page throughout the show. Yeah. Someone said, someone's talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Do you know the news about Whoopi Goldberg? Yes, she got uh, kicked off. Or she made comments about the Holocaust. The, about the Holocaust, Not saying that about... it wasn't racial. It wasn't racially motivated. So she was uh, put on ice for two weeks off the, uh, what's the show she does on ABC? The show is called The View, uh, which is not two people just having a chit chat. It's four ladies having a chit-chat every day. And uh, it's been running for about 10 years. But yeah, Whoopi's on ice for, um, for two weeks for her misstatements about the Holocaust. Okay. As Jay silently just reads the... Oh, look at Jay whilst he silently reads the, the comments. There you go. <laughs> Some of the comments I'll just, are I'll just, just drink hilarious. a glass of water here. Some of the comments are just hilarious. It's really entertaining, I'm not going to lie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 650 people watching. I think that's a record for the week. Um, thank you very much. We thank you very love much. you. Yes, please click the like button if you're enjoying the video. Either, either for love of me or hate of Tim. Just click the like button. Even Nicholas for his ridiculous comments about virtue signaling. We love you too. We yes. appreciate your comments, even if we disagree with you. Right. Leave a, comment, leave a comment in the comment section below about anything that you've heard today, whether you agree, whether you disagree, or you'd like us to know how you feel. Um, we hope you have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow for Lumberjack Fridays. Can I, say, can I say something? Can yes. I say something? Yes. Quick, quick, yes. quick. Yes. Uh, these comments in the comment section, mm -hmm. the live comment section, will disappear after we finish the show. Yeah. And then you'll have to add any new comments under the traditional YouTube uh, comment section. That's right. So all these ones uh, will disappear sadly because we have to edit the front off because Jay coughs and splutters and we've got to sort of cough that, cut, cut that bit off. <coughs> it would be hilarious if you actually had a COVID-19 infection. Oh, we don't joke about it. We don't cough shame people, Tim. Let's do the right thing. You're saying it'd be hilarious if I had COVID-19. Well, you're, you're making fun of the fact that you coughed and then, oh, it's COVID. Well, okay. Is that? Okay, let, can we quickly talk about this? Like, I'm, going off, I'm going off books now. What do you feel about... Uh, because, you know, when, when COVID actually first started, now that we're two years in, you know, I think people are a lot less sensitive. But when COVID first started, you know, people would make jokes about it. They would make light of the situation. They'd cough and they'd be like, haha, COVID. And then... A week later, you'd find out that they actually have COVID. Is that like a, oh, you deserve it moment? Or is that just a, oh, no. oh you shouldn't make fun of it? Oh, no, we shouldn't make fun of it. I mean, it can be, in some people, uh, quite serious. Yes. I mean, it looks like the Omicron is not nearly as uh, deadly as the Delta variant. But we had, uh, like in the last, what, month, five or six staff members who have been quite ill from COVID certainly not able to come into work and some of them not able to work from home uh, whilst uh, one did but they've actually been like
quite serious. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, young Jay come back yesterday, not this Jay, the... Jordan. The, the slim Jay. His name is Jordan. Jordan, okay. I, I call him Jay. I refuse to call him Jay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, yeah, because... You, well, he had the name before you. He's older than you, isn't he? I have no idea. You're what? You're only 18. So, uh, yeah, he was—he came in yesterday. He's been in hospital for two weeks, and he wasn't looking terribly well. So it is still quite a serious disease for, for some people. Uh, once... Uh, we Apparently, we stole the idea of Good Morning Thailand from The View. Oh, OK. Like there's never been any other chat shows ever in the yeah. history of television or YouTube. Yeah, I wonder if there's a Good Morning... I wonder if other countries have, like, a Good Morning show, like... But do you think know. so? Do you think that'd know. be Good Morning America? No. Good, good morning, morning Australia? No. Good Morning Britain? No, it couldn't possibly be. Uh, okay. So, but yeah, we definitely pinched the the, view. Uh, the, the idea of two people sitting yeah. here from The View. There we go again. Privileged yeah. white man steals idea from women. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's end the show there. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching the show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please hit the like button. Please share. Please comment. Um, as for us, this is a goodbye from... For well, today. until tomorrow. For today, until tomorrow. Yes. yes, that's right. We're also going to be here three days next week. Uh, so come by if you are in Bangkok to say hello, to have breakfast. And the special guest we were going to have today will be on tomorrow. We're yes. talking about the health industry. That's right. Uh, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, viewer. That's right. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Noom, behind the buttons. And well, don't have thank a great Jason. Day. He was sitting there scrolling through his Facebook the he whole was. show. He was. Ridiculous. Talking to his girlfriends. Oh, no. Yak, yak, yak. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>